Welcome, everybody. This is Talking Shop, the Jim and Joseph show. I'm Jim Sessions, and I am joined by... Joseph Sadler. That would be the Joe part of the show. And uh, you're listening to episode number one of Talking Shop, the Jim and Joseph show, and, or Jim and Joe show, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're probably asking yourself, uh, why exactly am I doing that? Jim, I'm not going to admit to saying that I've asked myself this, <laughs> but I will go as far as to say, outside of you and I, if I'm listening to this, I probably need to reflect on my life at this point. That's probably true. So, and, you, know. you know, and even you and I listening to this in the future, it might be questionable as well. But we will. Yeah. <laughs> and we might be the only ones. Uh, I'll see if you have to have a different IP address every time you download it for right. it to count. Right. But maybe we can get to like some crazy number like 10 downloads or something. That's a good start. Uh, you know, you know. A, we, we kind of sitting around one day mm-hmm. and you kind of threw out, hey, let's create a podcast. Yeah. And I was like, okay, yeah, sounds pretty cool. It's summertime. What else we got to do? Mm-hmm. So here we are. Yes. But this all kind of originated from back in the day when we did some of the radio broadcasts for the school right. Right. Uh, and uh, things like that and kind of got going. And, you know, we've I've done this a little bit before. We kind of had a Three Divine Guys show that kind of mm-hmm. went a little bit, but Everybody was so busy doing that. We're just kind of right. taking off, trying to take a little bit of all that, put it all together, and make something right. that's positive for people to see and or yeah. not see but listen to. Right. Uh, promote stuff that's going on around Divine, uh, mainly high school based, but community based as well. And uh, I think I think we could, yeah. you know, maybe entertain a few people. I don't know. Right. You know, hey, you know, that's the goal is to to try to entertain people. I don't know if we're actually any good at it, but you know, I figured, hey, what the heck, man? Let's 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 look into you know what we have to do to to get the stuff we need to start the podcast and you know and kind of do it, you know, to where we're not really affiliated or you know or or bound by anything or anyone. Right. You know, yeah. I mean, right now we're sitting at your kitchen table and, yeah. and we're doing it and yeah. and we're going to do it the way we want to do it, you yeah. know, and, and hopefully that's fun. I mean, it's, you know, it's going to be, you know, structured around divine ISD kids, not yeah. participating just in sports, but any kind of stuff, you sure. know, whatever. And we're going to try to promote them because it's a, it's a very special time in their, in their lives, you yeah. know, and, and stuff. And those kids that are, are putting in the work and putting in the dedication to do stuff, you know, extracurricular, you know, we want to recognize them. We want people to, to know about it. You right. Know, yeah, for stuff, sure. So. Yeah, I mean, the positive stuff that's going on mm-hmm. that the kids do because every day, yeah, there's positive stuff every week. There's positive things happening at Divine High School, right? And at any high school, really, right? But we want to definitely recognize what's going on in Divine and right. uh, in the community and things mm-hmm. like that. And of course, we want to have some fun doing it. So, absolutely. Hopefully, if we're having some fun, people that maybe listen to us can have a little fun too. I, we I hope know. so. We can hope, right? Yeah. Oh. No doubt. So, no doubt. There you go. <laughs> and ladies and gentlemen, no doubt is uh, actually, what is it? It's patented. So yeah. you can no longer say it, you know, yourselves because Jimbo makes sure that he said it enough during broadcast that he would decided he would just make it his own. I did. Well, it just kind of stuck. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah, that, that was the first year of broadcasting. And uh, I was so worried about all the different things that were going on during the game you might have been talking about the play that just happened i didn't always listen it's just easier to throw out no doubt and i uh, kind of stuck and of course when the coaches went back and listened to the broadcast while they were charting film and stuff they were like do you know how many times you said no doubt and well, i was like absolutely not you know we know the coaching staff well enough to know that they're never going to say positive things about you they're going to find something in there or some things in there to where they can basically bury you and like you know rip out your soul you know and tell yeah, you well, how you're in car- a fun loving way well, they're always saying yeah. it with love they're yeah. always doing everything they do yes. they do it with love but for sure you know but yeah man i mean you know i i just feel like i feel like you know the the, the the fun we had doing that why don't we do it when we're away from everything and no. and and try to you know build off of it and i think that's what made that's what's gotten the the broadcast to the point where it's gotten you know, I mean, the the, the well, that, extra time. That and COVID. Yes. It, it kind of gave well, us a big boost you know, last year. A, a, a little history on, on on that, you know, to, you know, to ramble, yeah. which, which, you know, we tend to do sometimes. But, you know, we started walking, you know, to 
because COVID, I mean, we was like, holy cow. I mean, we, you know, we're, we felt like we were like locked up, you oh, know, yeah. in cabin fever. Yeah. And I said, hey, well, why don't, why don't we start walking, yes. you know, to get out, kind of breathe a little bit and, and break up the monotony and also, you know, exercise never hurts, you know? <laughs> <Yeah>. So <laughs> I you know. could use it. That's for sure. Well, and then what one time when, when you were, we were walking there early on, you kind of threw out there, hey, the UIL is kind of saying like, hey, you know, y'all can possibly do this and, and, you know, to, allow people to still see the games if they can't attend, you know, or, right. just, you know, or, or just don't want to take any risk to attend because of COVID. And, and man, I, the wheels just started turning and then we started talking about this and this and everything else. And, you know, we started when we went up there and practiced that one time at the gym and it kind of took on a life of its own, yeah. you know, and, and, and I think both of us and other people involved too, there was other people of course oh, yeah. involved just started kind of throwing out ideas, you know, and hey, throwing it out there and, and let's take this and okay, that'll be a good one. Let's take it and build on it. And then, hey, that was a good idea. What about if we add this to that, you know, and everything. And, right. you know, and then I had I had to step away and stuff and you and you and Gary did it and I would watch it and it was like, holy cow, they came up with this. They came up with this. They added this. And I mean, we drove all over town and all those people that, that, that I mean, all the all the companies, local, local places were I mean willing to give hey you just tell me the amount and I'll write the check right, yeah. you know and made it possible and and uh and it was just it wound up doing great I mean do, wound up doing numerous sports and yeah. stuff and and I mean and, and you know who would have ever thought you would have heard Paul Gomez announcing a basketball oh, game oh it was it was quite entertaining yeah, and I'm not even going to give him credit he was not near as good as you and I but <laughs> well, he was there I mean, who's going to be exactly I mean, you know exactly yeah. but you know I at first I turned it on I was like man, they got Brian Johnson from ACDC announcing the basketball <laughs> yeah. games, you yeah. know? But, but I mean, yeah, it, it wound up being kind of a fun deal for, for a lot of different people, you know? Yeah. Mangold oh. really enjoyed it. Yeah, he really yeah. got into volleyball. Coach Thompson, you couldn't yeah. get her off the headphones half the time. Exactly. Especially during volleyball, so. Yeah, they just had to unplug the deal. She never even knew. Yeah, yeah. So. she just kept talking. <laughs> Probably still talking right now. Should we turn her microphone up a little bit and let her talk? <laughs> yeah, now? right. So, but. Yeah, I mean, so it just became a deal, and I was kind of like, you know, it came, became a fun thing, and there, I was like, hey, Jim, well, why don't we try this, you know? Yeah. And and here we are. Yeah. So episode one here now, uh, obviously first one we've done. Who knows what this is going to come out <laughs> yes. like? Yes. Uh, hopefully, this will get a lot better. I'm thinking it's going to be heavily edited. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I think we're just gonna we're just recording it right now. We might throw it out there and just right. see how it goes. But, right. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I really don't. I don't know if I have the time and energy to start editing hey. right now, but hey, we might. At, at the end of the day, we're the we're our own bosses here, so it that's doesn't it. really matter. That so, is it. You know, that, that's correct. But so, well, let's let's delve into the uh, meat and potatoes of the episode. Oh, and, hey, I and, like uh, that. I like I that know, analogy. I'm, I'm I'm already hungry. Yeah, so. I know. We're we're doing this at a, a six o'clock at night on a Wednesday yes. night. Yes. So yeah, it's about supper time. So let's get to it. Absolutely. But um, oh. out of baby. Uh, <laughs> I wanted to kind of start off by, you know, going back to what started the whole broadcasting, the COVID-19 okay. pandemic. Okay. You know, yeah. it hit us. Nobody knew what it was. And all we knew was it was it could be deadly and it could, you know, seriously mess you up or take your life. Right. And so there was a point, you know, spring break of what, 2019 or uh, 2020. 2020. Yeah. You know, hey, y'all aren't coming back for the rest of the year, right? And and at this point, we don't even know when we're going to come back or what. You know, we're going to how we're going to come back. Yeah, how we're going to come back or what? You know, and uh, you know, or are we going to wake up tomorrow and it's going to be the zombie apocalypse? You know, you really didn't know. I mean, everything was kind of up in the air at that time. Anything was possible. So, uh, I just want to kind of you know pick your brain and say you know when y'all decided to you know, start having the summer activities last year, you know, coming in, training, doing this stuff and all that stuff, you know, and then starting in the fall and with the UIL and everybody telling y'all, here's what you got to do if you're going to do it. And the trials and tribulations that you guys as a coaching staff, teachers, administrators, and most of all students, the challenges y'all faced from, you know, June all the way through, the yeah. end of May. I yeah. Mean, well, you know, we're, we talked about it. We're trying to have like a 45 minute podcast. I don't think we can fit all of that <laughs> into this no, podcast no. at all. We're going to focus on certain points. But, uh, yeah. you know, just to run it back, 
you know, we're, we're sitting there, we go to spring break, we come back one day after spring break, the teachers do, the kids do, right, right. Uh, the teachers do, and it's basically like, hey, we got to figure some stuff out, so we kind of went online, we didn't see kids, UIL during that time canceled all their spring activities, so yeah. baseball, softball, golf, track, tennis, all of that didn't get to play, didn't get to participate, and UIL kept putting out a date, like, okay, no activities until April 1st, no activities until... Yeah you know may 4 or whatever it was and it you could see the writing on the wall that everything was going to get canceled. everything was getting pushed back so uil did something they're not really used to doing they they went ahead and let us work with our kids during the summer so all the coaches could kind of get together mm-hmm. and individual sports you could always do that there was no start date end date for individual sports so right if you played golf you could play golf all the way to the state tournament as a team and then, you know, you could go and you could still practice and things like that, have school practices. Team sports, you couldn't. Mm-hmm. Team sports have a start date, end date. So UIL said, okay, we'll let you work with your kids. You get X number of hours a day to work with the kids. If they do multiple sports, then they get, you know, they can only do an hour and a half. Right. But it can be, you know, if they want to do 30 minutes of each sport or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they let us do that. And uh, that kind of started everything. Um, and... You know, the process for that started off with, you know, you had to check temperatures. Kids had to get there early. They had to fill out questionnaires. Uh, some of it was paper and pencil. We eventually evolved to cell phone where you come in. Yeah. You know, you put all your information in, submit it. That way there's a digital record of it. Right. You know, things like that. And then you were able to go in and you were able to do individual drills, team uh, individual workouts, things like that. Team workout even. Right. But, you know, as coaches, we had to have people spread out mm-hmm. six feet apart, um, you know, things like that. Uh, the Vine ISD, we, we adopted, well, not, not originally at, in the summer workouts, but we started going and, you know, you kind of had to group kids to make sure, okay, if one kid gets sick, you know what kids they're with. Right. Uh, if you couldn't do that, then pretty much all of your group had to, you know, go through. Yeah, I mean, you, you know. didn't know from one day to the next if you were even going to have them, and if you were going to have them, who were you going to have, right? and what changes you were going to have to make on the fly. Yeah, and none of this was mandatory either. Right. So, the, I mean, right. this was just all voluntary. Uh, as coaches, it was voluntary for us to go up there as well. Right. Um, but, you know, every coach on staff was like let's do it we yeah. want to do this you know mm-hmm. we missed the entire spring with our kids and we want to get back up there and start working with them exactly and stuff and so you know we did a lot of that and it went pretty good until some guy got sick came down what, with covid i was gonna say uh, i was gonna say that even one of the challenges was even you know yeah you you know yeah, yeah. so i was the guy I, I was you know uh the first person there at school first person on staff to come down with covid mm-hmm. um and i had Got notice notification that I was a close contact to someone that had tested positive. Right. So immediately, you know, I I took myself out of the mix. Mm-hmm. I went and got tested. By the time I found out, uh, we had already. I mean, we pretty much had to shut down. So we right. got about two weeks in. Uh, that happened, and then we kind of shut down for two weeks, and then we were able to we were able to regroup and do a little bit towards the end. Right. Um, and you know, when we came back, we kind of thought, you know, we we had done more research. There was more yeah. information out, and people were like, "Hey, let's uh." You know, if, if you wear a mask, uh, if everybody wears a mask, then whoever gets sick, obviously they're out. Mm-hmm. But everybody else didn't have to be out. Right. And so we kind of adopted that philosophy going forward. And it, and it really paid off during the school yeah, year. Yeah, I mean, that's, I mean, you've been at it for 20, Just finished 24 years. 24 yeah. years. So you, I was about to say you're about getting ready to go into your 25th year. It's crazy, but I'm only 29 years old. I, I don't yeah. know. I guess I started with it. a repeater bar. So, <laughs> yeah. so. several of them. <laughs> But, I mean, you're going into your 25th year, and, you know, anybody that's done any profession that, that, long, that long of a time has had some up and downs. Oh, yeah. But Yeah, for sure. I'm sure anybody like yourself or whatever, you can't compare anything to oh, last no. year. No, I mean, no. There, there, there is no comparison to last year. Hopefully, we don't have to go to, through anything like that again. You hope. Um, God it, willing. But, you so. know, it, it – it is what it is, and I thought I thought, as a district, as a community, we did fantastic. Right. Uh, I mean, top down district, you know, from from your superintendent level, uh, to your principal level, ads, down to teachers to kids. I mean, phenomenal. Right. Uh, I mean, we we made it through an entire school year mm-hmm. without having to cancel a game or a contest or anything due to COVID right. on on our end. Right. You know, um, I, as a basketball coach, I had three games canceled because of COVID. 
Right. You know, but it was from the other teams, you know, yeah, they from the opponent. Hey, right, the opponents. Um, so, and, and we rescheduled a couple of those. Mm-hmm. A couple of them, we, I mean, when you get the call the day of at lunch, you know, yeah. you're fixing to travel at 2 o'clock and you get a call at noon. Yeah. Hey, Coach, sorry to tell you this, but they just shut us down, you know. Right. Um, so we lost that game. But, uh, I mean, it was still a phenomenal response by the district. Uh, you know, Coach Quisenberry went through. He put in a lot of work. I mean, you had to go through and section off bleachers. Can't sit in this row. Can't yeah. sit here. I mean, there was, like, basically assigned seating at games for parents. Uh, you know, uh, student section, okay, you can sit here, here, and here, but you can't, yeah. which, you know, trying to get kids to do that, yeah. you know, that, that was tough. But, it, but like I said, it was great. It was, it, the, the kids bought into it, mm-hmm. you know, they, they did what they needed to do. Uh, the community bought into it, you know, when we were able to open up some things more, we really had the influx of the community coming back. Right. Uh, you know, at first it was kind of weird because most of the games, it was just parents, Yeah. you know? Oh yeah, and, I know. And things like that. So. Uh, I remember looking out at the stands on Friday nights when we were up at the booth, and I looked down. It's like, holy yeah. cow! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, yeah. it's but, just you know, it was weird <laughs> to see a divine home game like that. You yeah, know? but even with that, we still had people in front of us with you know air horns and music Absolutely. and zellas and, and, and really good beef jerky. Yeah, yeah. and ribs and, and, and yeah, everything. Some else, barbecue. So. Yeah, so. I mean. I appreciate all that, you know. Absolutely, <laughs> that's the way to my heart for sure. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it was it was awesome. I mean, it, yeah. and and we had a great year. We really did. I mean, you know, I just you know the reason why I wanted to talk about this is you know, you know, y'all were able to find a way to have a summer program, you know, right? And 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 think about how many schools they couldn't even figure out how to get that, how to make that happen because yeah. not not because they, the lack of ability, but but. Just, you know, you didn't know what was going on in that community, you know, and you didn't even know, if, like, if they just yeah. didn't even want to want to attempt it. Kids well, kids didn't want to buy in. Parents didn't want to buy, you know, whatever. Yeah, and some I'm communities gonna, were hit a little bit harder than exactly. others. Exactly, and know, that's what I'm saying. I'm not, and, I'm not blaming anybody for it because you had to do what you had to do. But you guys were actually able to sit down and say, hey, this, you know, do your research. Like you said, you came back and y'all were able to get a deal on the phone and all that stuff. I mean, y- y'all were able to figure out ways – to get through the day-to-day challenges of of COVID nineteen, yeah, and and still get the kids in there so they can work out and get better, and, and it, you allow them because our kids, most of our kids want to, they well, want to get there, our, and they want to be coached, and they want to get better. Our philosophy as a coaching staff, and again, a lot of this comes from the top, from Coach Quiz and all, mm-hmm. but it, it, you know, it's give kids the best chance that they have to succeed, right? Uh, and you know, and so that that's what fostered the summer program you know all the things that we did last year for the summer program mm-hmm. was to give the kids the best chance to be successful right um, you know so uh, just like anything else in sports and coaching especially um, we stole a lot of stuff you know you mm-hmm. find out that hey uh, this isd is doing this okay well hey that makes sense so right. you know we came and we implemented the same type of policy did we come up with the online deal on your phone absolutely no. not did we steal it I, you bet your butt you, we did you bet uh, I mean, yeah, but absolutely that's, how, but that's what it's about yeah and and you know you do that so that you get the best opportunity for the kids yes. give them the opportunity to work out give us the opportunity to work with them you know things like and that i'd like to stop a second for the record we're not saying that it's okay to steal no but in the coaching profession <laughs> it pretty much is yeah <laughs> So. Oh, well, they always say it's a copycat profession. I mean, you know, hey, you see a coach doing something that, that's working and winning in that sure. sport, you take uh, it and you implement it to the kids you have uh, the best way you can. Yeah, the NFL might be the best, uh, you know, yeah. uh, example of that. The exactly. West Coast offense back when we were growing up. Now everybody yeah, runs it. Everybody runs it. Run and <laughs> so, shoot, you know. And then, yeah. Oh, now it's back to this. Oh, yeah. I formation. Oh, back in the, you know, 60s, maybe it was a wishbone yes. or whatever it is. But, yeah. But yeah. one person does it, then the next thing you know, this person, this person. You start it. seeing it over so, and over again. You know, so. It is what it is. But it was a great year. We had a lot of success. I mean, a, a lot of success Yeah, that's, uh, going into it. You know, I, I was going to say, so you get through the summer stuff, and then it's kind of like, okay, now all the kids are coming to school. Well, so not, all, be not all the kids Well, because we still yeah. had online learning and, but, and everything else. But let's yeah. say like 70% plus. You uh, know, yeah. Or, or, yeah. Or, we're going to school now. So now we got even more challenges because now oh, yeah. you have all those kids that even weren't there during the summer, whatever else coming. You don't know what, whether they're, what, what, well, what they've been exposed to when they come in. Correct. Yeah. So, and we had kids that, that yeah. you know, um, 
they would come up for the athletic period or, yeah. or for sports or stuff. Yeah. Uh, or, or you know, they, they weren't in sport yet. They were still at home, and then they came mm-hmm. back to school at different times. I mean, th- there was all kinds of things that you dealt with right. uh, that we'd never really had to deal with before. Right. Um, but, again, it, it went really, really well. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, as, as just in the classroom, uh, the new procedures of things, having kids online at the same time, having yeah. kids online at different times, having kids in class. That was a challenge, right? And the procedures to that taking attendance, which you know that's something that usually takes thirty seconds or maybe right. a minute, right? That became a process that lasted into the next day, and it wasn't mm-hmm. the whole day, but you know you'd have to mark kids. Okay, these kids weren't physically here, and then you had to go back and say, okay, these two were here online, these five checked in later, and then yeah. you'd go back the next day. And one day I just was messing around. I added it up. And, I mean, just attendance alone was adding an extra hour yeah. to our day. Yeah. Uh, you know, that was that. Then we were recording classes every time we taught a class, or at least in my class I was, mm-hmm. which in, in the high school we were all required to do that. So, I mean, it was it was crazy. I mean, probably what, you know, I was 24th year, going into my 24th year, felt like I was a brand-new teacher. Right. I, I remember I mean, you mentioning that numerous I mean, times. I, I would come home, you know, 6 o'clock. You know, I'd be at school from, you know, we'd get done with athletics by 4, 4.15. And then, you know, I'd spend the next hour and 45 minutes or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, planning out things. You know, I had new software because the old software we couldn't get to the kids at home and, you know, right. just trying to figure stuff out. I mean, it was it was crazy. And, you know, we were also trying to do the broadcast. And yes. I was trying to do commercials. And, I mean, I was going to bed like at 12, 30, 1 o'clock at night. You weren't, the at most, you weren't the most cheerful person whenever I'd call you and, no. be, like, and be like, hey, yeah. you know what, we're going to do this. And you'd, be like, you'd be like, Joseph. I don't know if people know this about me, but I can get a little moody every now and then. Yes, you yeah. can. I mean, I'm a pretty, pretty nice guy, but every now I mean, and then I get a little bit of on the mood side. I was definitely, there was a few times where I was rethinking our, our friendship because yeah. how and, rude you and, were. And, but, and what I should say, too, is... It, it wasn't just me. No, I wasn't the only no, person going through this. No, I, it makes it sound like I was this super duper teacher. I was not, but I mean, anybody all, involved, all, all the teachers were having. Yes. Were, it was a similar situation. I mean, yes. what you had normally done, you could do, but you had to modify heavily, yeah. and it took a lot of time and effort. And kudos to everybody that did it. Right, um, and and kudos to the administration, uh, principal level, and central office level. They gave us all kinds of support. Absolutely. You know, no. I mean, they basically were like, you know, do the best that you can, figure it out as you go. Right. You know, and really there was some there was some pretty good stuff that ended up coming out of last year. Well, and I was gonna say too, I mean, so you start the school year, boom, you got volleyball going on, you have cross country going on, you have football going on, you know, you have uh, team tennis going on. So you have all these activities going on in the fall and Right off the bat, you know, the two main sports that everybody's looking at, you know, football and volleyball, especially with the tradition that has Divine. With all those challenges, neither sport, you know, lost to any kid for any period of time. Never lost, never missed a game. Well, you know, I mean. We, we, we lost kids. We, right. we had kids that had to get quarantined and we had right. kids, you know, but we didn't have to, to lose a complete game. Yeah, you didn't you have know, to cancel a game. We didn't have to, to shut anything down. And, and. Lo and behold, you know, the football team, they get, you know, district runner-up, have a really good year, have a lot of success. Some kid, you know, I think there's five kids that are going to play the next level off that team. Yeah. Um, and, you know, volleyball makes it to the fourth round of the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, gets back to doing what the Divine Raven volleyball yeah. team does, yeah. you know. Yeah, team so, tennis made a run. They got, yeah. they think they went three or four rounds deep mm-hmm. in the team tennis part. Um, cross country. Boys won the district for the first time in years, mm-hmm. probably back when I was in high school. Right. And by the way, I was not on the cross country team. I don't know no if anybody way. knows that. No way. Uh, yeah, I did not run. I did not play cross country. Yes. Uh, back in the day, uh, but yeah, and then we had some state qualifiers, a boy and a girl state qualifier, two yeah. girls actually state qualifiers. So, yeah, I mean, it was it was pretty awesome. Yeah, that's just you know, I wanted I definitely wa- I wanted to bring that up because the coaches can do all they can. The administration can do all they can. The teachers can do all they can. It doesn't go anywhere without the kids. Oh, absolutely. And that shows you right there through all that stuff because in the fall, wasn't it was really crazy. Spring, it kind of, you know, it started settling down, you know, and stuff like that. People right. were coming accustomed with the new normal. And when we were outside and, more. Yes. Yeah. And, and but right there in the fall with all that uncertainty and all those challenges, our kids still do what divine kids do. Yeah. They were able to shut it out and still go out there and take care of business. You know, and, you know, P. 
people can sit there and kind of try to pinpoint negatives here and there and everything else, but in the grand scheme of things, our kids did awesome. Oh, you yeah. know, and, and, and so did the coaches because y'all found ways to keep the kids safe. And, you know, one time I was talking to Quisenberry about it, and Quiz said, you know, I, I, I have to take, you know, about basically like about 3,000 3, phone calls a day because yeah. people are, are – because so, there was so much uncertainty. Sure. You know, and, and just like one curveball after another with this and that and everything else. He said oh, yeah. – I, I but I was able to keep my, the frame of mind of I'm going to do whatever I have to do in my position to keep, keep it to where we don't lose any games – Right. To where yeah. the kids have every opportunity to have as close to normalcy as, as they yeah. can. Yeah. And, you and you're saying lose games in the, in the sense yeah. of canceling, yeah, like canceling not games. being able to play. Yes. You sure. Know, you know, and, yeah. and, uh, and, you know, and also not losing, you know, five, six, seven kids, you know, because we just weren't careful. We didn't cross our I's, right. dot our T's. And, and you, you know, know, there was a delicate balance to all that because you're still dealing with 14. To eighteen-year-old kids at the yes. high school, yes, twelve to eighteen-year-old kids. If you start talking about your middle school athletes and stuff, mm -hmm. and you know, kids are kids. You yeah. know, you get into school; it's a social activity. Mm -hmm. You know, and so, you know, they they would do great things at school, but then you know, what are they going to do when what they are they going to do the when school? they leave there? You know, yeah. but they for the most part, I think they were really smart about yeah. it. You know, they they'd get in the car, three or four of them, and they might wear their mask. Mm -hmm. You know, during the time. Yep. that that you'd need to and 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 that way the, you know they did a great job of trying to mitigate as much as they could right as well parents did a great job there there were you know and, and that's with everything there's there's great stories and there's some some negative stories too right I mean, right you know things happen i mean even if with with some of the precautions you know you still end up with a couple of kids well they rode with so-and-so to sonic to get mm -hmm. a drink and you know they were in the car long enough and you know so right. they were contact but that's uh, but you know, happen. I mean, it's going to happen, and for the most part, we were really, really fortunate, and it was a great team effort by everybody yeah. involved, and and uh, it really, you know, it really went well. Um, was it challenging? Yeah. Was it challenging for teachers? Yes. Students? Yes. I mean, everybody. The parents as a whole. I mean, you you were a parent. I mean, yeah. yes. you, you know how stressful that was, and well, you know, online it, schooling there for a little bit and stuff. I mean, the online schooling, you know. Uh, me and Erica, we you know we we really you know reflect on that and talked about you know how blessed we really were you know because it was a challenge for everybody. But you know, for those that don't know, you know, my wife is has been in education for twenty plus years as well. And you know. plus, she's a saint because she deals with you every day. But hey, we'll, we'll, well visit you know, that. I wasn't going to go there, yeah. but you well, know, she needs a shout out. If you want to throw a dagger like that, then go yeah. ahead, Jim. Hey, it's a two sided uh, sword here. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Uh, but anyways, you know, and, and so we were able to, you know, help out our kids and everything they were doing, you know, especially me with, you know, with Ty, with Trey and Kendra, I was able to help him like color and stay within the lines. Yeah. It was challenging for me. Showed him how to eat glue and stuff. Yes, yeah, I mean, perfect. It was, it was challenging, but some things were fun. You know, eating crayons were always fun for me, yeah, yeah. you know, but, uh, but, uh, you know, and we were able to do that. And it, I mean, it was still challenging for us. So we were like, man, what about, you know, what about, oh, yeah. uh, those kids that were at home and their, their parents were having to, you know, leave and go off to work every day and, yeah. you know, didn't have, you know, didn't have the, the help, you know, that we right. were able to give our kids. I mean, because there was way more of those instances than there was ours, you know. Oh, yeah. So, well, and, you know, you know, what about the kid that had to work? Yeah. You know, that too. The, the kid that, hey, I'm, I'm going to work in the mornings, mm -hmm. you know, and then I want to do my schoolwork later at night because this is when my employer needs me to work and things like yeah. that. So, yeah, it was, so, it was pretty crazy. It was it was it was really crazy, but uh, and again, the but psychological part of it was was really hard too because you didn't know right the ending. Yeah. you know you didn't know what what it, what are we what is this building to you right. know right you know like you watch a movie or you watch a, a game whatever else I mean you know there is going to be an ending at one point yeah. with this COVID deal when it hit nobody knew anything right yeah. you know and yeah. and when we did start back how much of it was going to be different yeah you know so yeah. you know i mean so it was it was just and that's the part that could really wear on you and i can imagine because i know how hard it was for me i can only imagine how it was on that teenager right you know so and, and you know but let's spin it back to the positive you know then you know so you, you we make it through you know those sports and we, we transition into into the basketball season you got all these challenges going on with basketball too because now you got 10 kids out there 
well, banging bodies yeah, and, and everything. And, and, the, and the biggest challenge, I think, with basketball is, you know, you're like you said, you got a lot of people in a small area. Basketball yes. court's a lot smaller than a football field. Absolutely. And you're indoors, mm-hmm. you know, and there there's all that, you know, is it, you know, spread indoors? Does it not spread outdoors? You know, yeah. Uh, yes. Things like that. I mean, we, we did things like we traveled in two buses yeah. sometimes. Two teams. Each team took a bus. Yeah. You know. So you could uh, spread them out enough, yeah. you know, and stuff. Because you did, I mean, yeah. y'all, it may have seemed like overkill, but y'all did what y'all had to do where the kids could play. Yeah. And then, I mean, and y'all had a great year. Y'all went to the regional tournament again for how many yeah, well, we went went to the fourth round, which fourth is a regional tournament, but of course right. there were no tournaments, right? You know, well, because, yeah. because of the deals, but yeah, yeah. Um, no, we got down to you know one of sixteen teams left yeah. in the state, sweet know, sixteen, which, which man. is pretty sweet. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, that that was good. Um, you know, that's how many times? How many times in the last ten years? Oh, I'd, five Two. maybe. Five out of the last ten years, that's not bad. Uh, you know? And you maybe. know and you know uh, how bad I hate to give you compliments. Yeah. But, well and, but, and you know me, it's not I mean it, it it's about the, the kids that we coach. It's right. it's not a, not about me by right. any means. I've been very fortunate to have some really good players mm-hmm. um and all. But yeah, I mean it was it was uh it was pretty successful and it was an exciting year. It was a crazy year. I mean you, you always deal with things well, as a head coach throughout the year and this added just new levels to it. And it's always easier <laughs> to to get through hard times whenever you're having some success yeah. you know because you know there was teams out there that i mean like you told me y'all played some teams that just they were struggling bad because yeah. of all the stuff that got thrown uh, out thrown at them and stuff yeah and, well i mean i think a great yeah. example is crystal city in football yeah i mean they, they played like three games yeah you know and yeah. so it's like geez, they, Louise, they couldn't catch a break yeah uh you know so i mean but y'all were able to keep it together and basically do what the Arabian basketball has done for as long as I can remember. Well, you know, so, uh, you know, there's a lot it, that goes into all that too. Uh, you know, yeah. a lot is, is what the kid, you know, having great kids, which mm-hmm. we do, uh, you know, just, just sometimes it's the route that you take in the playoffs. Right. You know, we've had some good teams that don't get out of the first or second round and, you know, we've, Oh, I know. Some teams yeah. That, you there's, know, there's some, I mean, there was one year that that we made it to the, the third round of the playoffs, and we beat the two teams probably in the state, and the only two teams in the state that we could have beat. Yeah, you know, to get there. So you know, luck plays a little bit in it too. But, well, you know, and like you said, sometimes you you look back on things and you're sitting there going, "Man, that," you know, nineteen, nine, you know, whatever nine nineteen eighty two team, whatever else was probably one of the best teams they had, and they lost in the first round because they drew this team in the first yeah, round. Yeah, you know, I yeah. mean. You never know. I'm, I'm just saying, you know, any school. I mean, it's a lot of times. Uh, yeah. Some of the best teams you had well, were sitting at home if, early. If you if you go back, you know, what comes to mind, my first year coaching, 97, 98, 97 football team. Oh. That's a darn good football team. And we meet, you know, four-time <laughs> defending state champ Seeley in the <laughs> second round of the playoffs. And hang with them. Yeah. And, you know? you know, if you go a different route, maybe you meet that same Seeley team in round four or five. Yes. Uh, you know, 2011. If you know, we had thrown the game against Medina Valley that year, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, we probably would have to face them to the fourth round yeah, of playoffs. Yeah, maybe. But we had to go and beat them. Yeah. So, so you yeah, know, it but, is what it is. And, yeah. you know, 2011, we beat some good teams early. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, geez, and then, yeah. Yeah. You know, so uh, it's just, it's just one of those things. Yeah. It's just, yeah. It's like I tell everybody, I said, don't forget. That 2011 team, they had to play Liberty, a team called Liberty Hill in the second round of the playoffs. Yeah, they, so they've got quite yeah. a tradition. And so, at that time, they yeah. were they were in the middle of some oh. state runs too. So. Yeah, I mean it was pretty much like, hey, if we don't make it four or five rounds deep, we're going to be considered the losers of the of, yeah. <laughs> of the decade. So, so you know, but but yeah, I mean it, that that 2011 team, I tell people, I don't think they got an easy draw. They they yeah. had to beat some good teams, yeah. you know, yeah. early, like. Because oh, the mind yeah. always plays good teams early. Yeah, and but, you know, and as you go, and, and especially in football, and UILs kind of recognize this now. But as you go, I mean, that you start playing six or seven playoff games to get to the state mm-hmm. championship. Well, that's almost another season. Yeah, and you know that starts taking a toll on bodies and on kids and things like that. Right, right. I always, I always kind of equate in my amateur football coaching mode. <laughs> um, you know, twenty eleven. I mean, I think if you take our ones. And Wimberley's one, so first string versus first string, we're pretty equally matched. Yeah, I think where they got us is, you know, yeah. their their second string guys versus our second string guys, or more importantly, is 
they had first team offense, and then they had a completely different first team defense. We had a lot and of Ironman. We, we had a lot of guys going both ways. Yeah, part of it. You yeah, know, it, it's part is. of it because you know Wimberley's basically the same size we are. Yeah, you know, so it just it happens. You need a little luck. You know, for me, I don't need to run into six, seven Sedona Prince at the regional tournament. You know that what yeah. was bad is. Sedona was six seven, and of course was a great player playing for University of Oregon right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, then you know they had six foot guards as well. You know, so uh, yes, they it did. Is what it is, but yes, they did. You know, still, so. but and going with that theme, you know, we continue on, and then we get into uh, you know track season, baseball, softball season. Yeah, and I mean we just keep on rolling. I mean, yeah. we we uh, yeah. and tennis, you know, spring tennis. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. I mean, we just keep on. We got. I mean, the train was going down the tracks, and I mean, when you really sit back and you're sitting there going, "Man, you know, we probably had the best success in this area during all those tough times." I mean, you know, not just one, not just nailing down one different thing. I'm talking about the grand scheme, the whole picture. Yeah, I mean, we, we we definitely go, had uh, you know a lot of success. Track. I mean, Coach Cosby did a great job with, yes. with track. I mean, they. They, they scored something like 200 and something. The girls scored oh, 200 and something I mean, points. It was crazy. What, what's crazy is everybody remembers that. The boys scored like 180 something points yeah. in one district. Yeah. I uh, mean, it was crazy. Know. I mean, they, yeah. they, they both, they swept the district, you know, and, and, uh, sent a lot of kids onto the area around, sent even, you know, more kids than that to the regional yeah. and, you know, and, and had some strong relays and everything on, on both the boys and the girls. Uh, and, you know, softball team yeah. you know kind of you yeah, know they, brought back the old tradition that divine softballs yeah, had it's crazy you know softball was you know they're pretty good they're rolling along and then all of a sudden they they like found the long ball yeah you know i mean they they went like home run crazy in, yeah. in the playoffs yeah. and i think part of it is you know you start seeing a little bit faster pitching and, yeah. and stuff and you know the, the faster the pitch is and you know you have and a good, you're good you're swing. seeing the ball yeah. really well at that time you're yeah. getting into a groove yeah. and, and, and you they, know. they made a little run and yeah you know senior laden team coach gonzalez did a great job managing those yeah. kiddos and have and, a lot uh, of them going out to play the next level yeah. too yeah i mean we had you know. we had something like close to 20 signings yeah this year and now you know they the different levels by far but you know yeah you, you just to have 20 kids out of yeah. our athletic program being able to go to the next level and participate, that's pretty you, awesome. You got 20 kids that love, you know, the sport they're playing for, for our community, for our school, enough to where they want to go and keep on playing it. Yeah. You know, it's kind of like we can't – okay, our eligibility up is, he, is up here, but I've learned to love this sport so much through, you know, the coaching, through – you know, this, through that, playing with my friends, whatever. I want to keep on doing it, you yeah. know. And, you know, you have a lot of places that don't have that kind of tradition. Their kids don't think like that. They don't think ahead like that. Right. And, yeah. and it, it and just I, goes to, a, to to the testament. You know, I'm not mean to interrupt you, but uh, it goes to the testament of, of how special our community is. Yeah, you know? I agree. And there's a, there's a lot of support. I mean, all of those signings, mm-hmm. you know, I mean <laughs> – you couldn't buy the small cake at Walmart. You know, you had to buy the large cake at Walmart because yeah. that's how many people showed up. And it wasn't just students. Now, mm-hmm. granted, there were some students that were like, hey, I get out of sixth period. Sweet. Yeah, I'm I coming to the signing. and cake. So. Uh, but there were community members that came in, their yeah. family that came in, a lot of support. And, you know, that's what it takes. And, um, you know, I think, too, it's it's a little different. I think the, the COVID stuff mm-hmm. for colleges mm-hmm. kind of changed the way they recruit, you know. Right. And some of them – couldn't recruit 2021s right or you know because you know they had people staying and, and we're gonna you know they didn't have openings some people had because of covid had more openings you know right. so they're really recruiting hard trying to, to recruit people and you know nowadays with the internet and things like that you can get stuff out there yeah i mean you know so it's pretty cool regardless it's right. cool kids kids are getting some type of money to go and uh, continue on their education Right, you know, and continue playing the sports that they love. So mm-hmm. that's cool. Uh, so I mean, it was a great year. And I, I attended, you know, a few of those signing deals and stuff and everything because I kind of knew the families with the the kid that was signing and everything. What, you just wanted to come eat the cake. I'm not gonna lie, the cake was good. <laughs> but uh, the, but the cake was good. Yeah, You're right. So, uh, yeah, kudos to Walmart. Yeah. So, um, but no, and and like you said, it really was cool. And and and. People in the community that they have not had a chance to attend one of those things, I, I recommend you do if if you're able to, because you do get to see those kids, those teammates, 
you know, that, that, yeah. that have been with that kid that, that have been with their, with that person signing since kindergarten, you yeah. know, all the way through, you know, and, and to go and just to be, want to be there to support them. They take pictures together and everything. They're sitting there, you know, like, you know, oh, yeah. really, and they're genuinely happy for that. They're happy for that kid. Yeah. You know, oh, the, yeah. the one, the one that's signing. And that's, that's so awesome. I mean, yeah. the, the camaraderie, the, the, the team theme is awesome. Yeah. It really is fun to watch. I mean, I would just kind of sit back and I would just watch and just be like, man, that's, that's so cool. Yeah. You know? Well, and yeah. And then I'd go get cake after that and I'd be really happy. Well, so. you, I mean, Jim, we're, we're not, we're not sliding the part, the cake part. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. We're not oh, sliding the cake on the cake part. Yes. That was special too. Yes. Okay. Yeah. But, uh, but that was like, that's what put it over the top. Yeah. Okay. You know, yeah. but, but, but it was, it was very special. It was really cool. It was fun to watch the parents. You know, you can see that the, the, the pride, you know, with their kids oh, and, yeah. and then parents of other kids that have watched that kid grow up are there, you know, yeah. and they're, 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 you know, high fiving them and tell them good job and hugging them and stuff. And it was, it was really cool. I mean, it's amazing how much times have changed, you know, Oh yeah. but I mean, it, it's just, you know, Sometimes change is bad, but but a lot of times change is good, and and, and those yeah. things are awesome. Those are fun to see. Yeah, it know? was it was a, it was a really good year yeah. in regards to all that. So, and you know we're we're talking about all that. We we haven't even brought up the state champion that we had in tennis. Uh, well, that's because I don't like her uncle. Well, but, yeah, but but, you know, but still, we're not going to slight the kid because well, I guess. Uncle Will. I guess <laughs> Uncle Will. But. Anyways, no, I mean, yeah, and, and then and then tennis, you know, with, with Feltner and, and Darnell and all them, I mean, you know, they they had a, a good group of boys and girls, yeah. you know, that 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 you know were able to get out of district, you know, that uh, oh, yeah. someone won district and they went and they then they won like area and then well, you know, and stuff. yeah, I think in in the spring tennis, I think they go district straight to region. Yeah, I mean, you, but yeah, we you, sent a lot of kids there, yeah. and and again. You know, we talk about the one that that got out of the region and went in one state. Yeah. Uh, but there were, I think it was something crazy. Like I think they sent eight or eight ten kids, girls. Yeah. I mean, more. I think that was just on the girl side, and I think they sent almost as many on the boy side. Yeah. I don't know if those numbers are even close to being right. I probably should have done a little research. There, there was a good but chunk. It of, was it was a good chunk yeah. of kids. Yeah. So that was pretty awesome. So, you know, athletically we did great. We even had. I mean, if, if you go through and, and look at the other things. You know, we, we were able to compete in UIL. We were able to compete oh, in FCCLA. Yeah. We had national, you know, people make it to nationals in FCCLA. Yeah. You know, I mean, our FFA kids were back doing their thing. Yep. Stock show. I mean, it, it was it was it was great for it to be back to normal. Right. It really was. Yeah. Or, or close well, to normal. And we didn't even name the girl, uh, yeah. the the Runyon girl that yeah, Brooke Brooke Runyon. You know, she wound up she wound up going to state and 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 the uncle we're speaking of is is her uncle Will Hellams and. And uh, and he is sitting there messaging me and kind of keeping me updated. And he's like, "Man, you know, she's going to state, which is great because she missed out on going that to it the year before because of COVID." And you know, but man, they got this girl from Cal Island that's really good. And they got this girl from here that's really good. So you know, she, it's going to be good that she can go. Yeah. You know, and I'm like, all right, well, you know, keep keep me updated. Well, and, and, and then and then she goes and he texts me, dude, she's about to win the first round. Yeah. I'm like, oh wow, you know, and and. Man, she all right. Man, she closed it out, sweet, you know, and like giving me details and everything else. And my heart's racing, like I'm there and stuff. And but she's got to pace. She's got to play this girl in the second round. And this yeah. girl, I mean, and this girl's like, you know, she's like one of the top girls and stuff, yeah. you know. But but man, she came to state. She won a match. That's something she can talk yeah. about forever. And she wins that one. And she wins that one. Yeah. You know. And then it's kind of like, well, man, she's kind of rolling now. So in the in the, yeah. in the final, yeah, that girl's really good. But you know, so is Brooke. So you know, wow, you know, here we go. Yeah. And then he texts me, she won the first round. I mean, she won the first set. And yeah. then now they're battling out here, whatever else. Oh, man, she got broke. Oh, she broke that girl right back. Yeah. You know, <laughs> like, yeah. just like play by play stuff. And then for him to text me and like tell me, dude, she's a, she's a state champion. Yeah. I'm like, wow, that is so awesome because she had a chance her junior year, but she missed out because they, they had to cancel yeah. everything. Yeah. You know, yeah. and you don't know if you're going to get that chance again. No, you know, you're so, exactly right. So for her to be able to, to go back and, and, and kind of finish that story, finish that last chapter of the book and the, and the stuff that he told me, the work she put in oh, to do yeah. it. You know, incredible. You know, it, it, absolutely incredible. And just to kind of piggyback on that, he texted me the next morning and said, you know, the, she wins state. She comes home, celebrates with the family, goes to bed. He goes, guess where my niece is? I said, where? Practice. She's in San Antonio with her personal trainer practicing. Yeah. 
got up on her own. Her her mom and dad were like, "Why don't you take time off?" Yeah, you know, and yeah. and she's like, "No, I have to because she's already signed to go play college. Yeah. I mean, there's no rest. Yeah. You know, I got to keep on going." Yeah, and it's just and it's like that's why that girl accomplished what she accomplished. Yes, yeah. nobody made her do it. Yeah, you know, and and it, it obviously runs in the family because her, her her twin sister is a stud too, and she's going to play volleyball and was yeah. a good player for you. Well, and the mom's a state champion, uh-huh. and the grandma's a state champion. Yep. We're not going to touch on the boys' side. I mean, there may be some kind of defect over there, you know. <laughs> yeah, but well, but yeah. the girls in that family have <laughs> yeah. had, you know, yeah. it's like, yeah, you, you want to see a successful family. You want to see a group of people that are, you know, have done yeah. quite well. Yeah. You know, so. Yeah. Six, 62 state championship in basketball and then 87, 88-ish in there for yeah. volleyball for Kelly. Brenda, yeah. of course, in 62. And then with Brooks. with two bum knees that yeah. you know she yeah. was so, braced up like robocop yeah. you know so, out there winning state yeah. so but i mean it just kind of speaks to some of the tradition which is mm-hmm. which is really cool i thought that was that was right. really cool when coach quiz tweeted that out yeah third generation yeah, third so. generation state champ so yeah, yeah how many families can do that uh, uh not 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 one. the sessions family one <laughs> yeah yeah and divine <laughs> one so yeah but yeah it was awesome I mean, but yeah to kind of put that you know cherry on top through all that challenges, right there at the end of the year, we get to have a state champion. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's like, man, you talk about a a school district, a town, you know, a community that stood up to the challenge. Yeah. And, you know, and, and said, we're going to do this because, not because, but no one's making this, no one's doing this, whatever else, because we want to. Yeah. You yeah. know, because, you know, that's what we do in Divine. We face challenges and nine times out of ten, we win. You know, or we overcome it. Not maybe yeah. not win or lose, but we overcome the challenges. Yeah, and I think I think at some point, you know, it's as much about facing the challenge and overcoming that challenge mm-hmm. as it is about what the score is on the scoreboard. Absolutely, you know, I think I think it's sometimes more important for A rather than B. Mm-hmm. Um, everybody looks at B when it's all said and done at the scoreboard. Yep, but you know, sometimes. You know, it's, you know, it's, it's the overcoming it. I mean, it, it's yeah. the lesson of what's going to go on the rest of your life. Uh, if you, know? you, if you look at it objectively, it's kind of like, you know, and coaches say this all the time, we lost, but we got better. Yeah. You know, and yeah. sometimes you win, you're like, we won, but we didn't yeah. get any better. Right. You know, we might've yeah. even taken a step back, yeah. you know, but sometimes you, you, you face that challenge, you overcome that challenge. You may get beat on the scoreboard, but you're a better, t- better team and you're a better girl or a better boy, you know, because of it, you know? Correct, so, yeah. You know, and like you said, that does carry over into life. You know, it's like, For hey, sure. man, you know, I... You're, you're going to face challenges. You're going to face challenges. No doubt about you know? that. And, so. and if you have a good faith, faithful, ba- you know, faith-based, you know, belief system, in, you know, in your in your heart and in your in your household, you're sitting there going, hey, I, I, may have, I may have come up short on that, but, you know, the man upstairs has a plan, mm-hmm. and he's... He's going to prepare me to where I am going to not only overcome my next challenge, but I'm going to I'm going to win as well, you know. So, and and that's 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 the most important thing. But you know, well, you know, we've done the recap of last year. I know you have on your notes to like kind of talk about what's going on right now, but we're fast approaching like 48 minutes here on our <laughs> podcast. So, which I kind of figured we might do because we right. kind of ramble. Back no, and forth I mean, well, a little bit, but it's the first. But there's a lot of stuff to get. I to, think it's a great start. Yeah, you know, I mean, because. Basically, we want to take this and start talking about what's right. coming up and what's going right. on, what's good in, in uh, what's happening in the life of Divine High School or right. Divine, the community of Divine. Right. And so I think this was great, a little recap of what happened last year and some of the right. craziness. But you right. know, now the some of the COVID restrictions are lifted a little bit. Mm-hmm. We're back to our summer workouts, and you know right. we've got people doing that, and we've got kids showing up and. We're able to do this. We, you know, we've done it for four weeks now. We're fixing to take a little break, mm-hmm. shut it down for a couple of weeks, give some kids some some rest and some coaches some opportunities to go off to coaching school and stuff. And right, yeah, we'll we'll be back at it pretty quick here in the middle of July. And right before you know it, once you know, in education, we always say July fourth is pretty much the end of the summer right. because school's right. right around the corner. Especially if you're doing, uh, you know, ten days and two a day stuff and things like that. So right. It's getting close. A lot of excitement. A lot For of sure. excitement. A lot oh, of kids yeah. doing stuff, and 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 you know, coaches, you know, really committed to, mm-hmm. uh, um, you know, getting these kids through these things, get them get them prepared for success, you know, and stuff and stuff. But 
but yeah, I mean, I'm excited. I know you're excited. I know, you know, the coaches I've talked to and visited with about stuff, they're excited. So, yeah. you know, it's, it's fun, man. It, it is it's fun it, times. It is. And, and you know, the, the thing about it is, you know, it's a team effort, mm-hmm. you know, it, it's, you know, the, the, the saying it, it takes a village. It really yes. does. It really yes. does. You got to give a lot of parents, you know, a lot of credit on some of these things too. You know, they're right. the ones that are, you know, that we're still dealing with uh, teenage kids. They don't want to get up out of bed to, to come to strength and conditioning. Sometimes they do not, they do so, not, you know, sometimes, it, you know, the parents are, have a big hand in that too. Mm-hmm. You know, there's some parents that are like, Hey, let's get up there. Let's go do what we need to do. And, yeah. um, you know, and that's always appreciated too on, on our end as coaches as well. Right. Educators. Right. So. But yeah, we'll, we'll kind of leave the details or as I said earlier, the meat and potatoes, uh-huh. uh, of, of, of what's going on, what's coming up to our, our next podcast. But yeah, uh, Maybe we'll get some people to listen to this one and might might have some interest in tuning in for the next one. And if they don't, me and you are going to listen to it over and over again, and we're going to laugh. That's exactly right. So I want to create an account for my dogs. Yes, Crash Dog and Nuke yes. Dog. Yes. So, yeah. But to wrap it up, Jim, yeah. I kind of want to, you know, kind of put you on the spot and, okay. and uh, make you sweat a little bit. Uh, so well, it won't be very hard. It's yeah. it's pretty hot outside. Uh, but it's a game called Would You Rather. Okay. Okay. And I'm so going to have to pick A or B. Yes, you have okay. to do it, and you have to explain why. Oh, okay. Okay? So, yeah. kind of sticking with the theme of, of, of today's uh, podcast, you know, talking about the sports and all that stuff, and and uh, and also because, you know, you coach basketball and everything. Okay. I, I want to ask you, if you had a choice, okay, would you want to be Gino Ariema? You know, in, in coaching coaching the the UConn, uh, you know, Lady Huskies, you okay. know, in the you know for the past twenty plus years, mm-hmm. or would you have rather been John Wooden coaching UCLA Ooh. in like the you know the sixties? Man, that is that is tough. Not only choose, but then you got to tell everybody why. Kind of kind of explain why. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, this is the first I've heard of this question. So, <laughs> um, it's a uh, I'm leaning towards, and this is this is going to be kind of crazy. I'm leaning towards picking Gino on this one. Okay. Um, and obviously, well, I, I think you know, Coach Wooden was amazing at what he did. I mean, he's mm-hmm. you know he had the dynasty going at, at UCLA and everything else. I just think now it, it's a little bit different in the fact that I think in in women's basketball, especially now, there's more teams. You know, there's right. three or four or five really good teams that right. can go win a national championship at any time. Right. And that could have been the same thing for back UCLA's days back in the day. Uh, but I think just the athleticism and the strategy is just a little bit different now. And that's kind of what I'm accustomed to, mm-hmm. you know, coaching with now uh, more so than, you know, back in Wooden's days, uh, back in the 60s, although he was dominant. Yes, he Very was. Very dominant. Now, yeah. yes, um, he was. You know, Gino. Um, you know, he kind of got to the peak of the mountain, and then kind of, you know, is is kind of still there. But there's a little more. There's there's a few more people up there, if, so it's if pretty you challenging. Wanna, there. If you want to say, well, I mean, they're kind of leveled off. I mean, they're losing in the final four every year now. Yeah, you know, they're not yeah. winning it. Yeah. You know, they're, they're losing they're just, in a championship game or yeah. final four. Yeah. I mean, pff, you know, yeah. loser. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, you know, you've had a pretty good success in your career. Yeah. But yeah. no, I hear you. I hear you. But. Yeah. Uh, Funny story about Gino. Went and saw him one time at a coach's clinic, uh-huh. and he comes out and he says, "You know, I'm going to level with you guys. I'm not going to tell you what we do at UConn." <laughs> and I'm sitting there going, yeah, "Really? <laughs> uh, well, that's kind of why I came here, you know, to see what you do." And he said, "I'm I'm not going to tell you what we do at UConn because right. you guys coach high school. Y'all can't do you what can't we do. do it. Y- yeah. Y'all y'all don't have the athletes." He said, "I get to recruit the you know the best players in the country." Yeah. He said, "So I can't tell you you know." you know, this is what you need to do because he said, you're not going to have the athletes we do, which I thought was a pretty down to earth way of looking at it. Uh, You know, so it was just kind of funny when it it all started. Another Geno story is uh, back in, uh, it was like the late nineties. There was a deal Mm -hmm. called the Olympic fest. Yeah. And it it occurred in San Antonio and it was like the precursor for like the USA Olympic teams. Mm -hmm. So say the Olympics occurred in say 96 Right in Atlanta, so 2000 in, in Athens or wherever it was, somewhere in between there, they had this Olympic fest. It was held in San Antonio, and so mom volunteered to go, you know, help out with it. And it might have been before the Atlanta Olympics. I don't know, 
but she got assigned to one of the basketball teams and there was this coach this short you know coach male coach and he kind of had an ego and he kind of had this accent and yeah, just like, a little bit yeah she's like but he was a good coach you know and i got i was working with his team and i mean she was just like volunteering helping him get mm-hmm. you know this is where the shuttles are going to be this is you know how you get back to the hotel yeah i ended up being gino ariana before he was before he was gino, gino ariana. Ariana. Yeah. yeah before before, he before you could just say gino yeah. and you knew yeah. who he was yeah so so that was yeah. kind of cool so. oh absolutely man i yeah you know I wasn't going to throw Pat Summit out there because that'd be too easy. Because then you know, you, you know, Chief Tennessee over there. You know, yeah. you got. You know, I'm afraid. I mean, you, I figured I mean, it'd be too easy. So you, you couldn't go wrong with either one of them. No, no. You know, e- either way, I mean, uh, there's a lot of stuff that Coach Wooden did that people still do today. A lot yeah. of the philosophies that that he had. Well, you know, he had a lesson one time on like how to put your shoes and socks on. Yeah. Just to avoid getting blisters. That's how. I mean, that's how detailed he was. Dude. Plus, he was such a good coach that he actually elevated Kareem Abdul-Jabbar to where he was an actor on Airplane. Yes, one of the greatest movies of all time. He became a pilot. Yes. So, I mean, you know, talk about that. Did you know that he actually came out in an interview and said that he would not let Bill Bill Walton go out on the court to warm up before a game without smoking a joint? I did not know that. Yes. Wow. He would tell him, Bill, have you done it yet? (laughs) And Bill was like, no, whatever else go oh, he didn't well. go back there and do that so he would chill out because he had so much anxiety just saying well, just saying well there you go yeah. not that so. we couldn't have done without that story but i just thought <laughs> yeah. i thought that was well there's you, there's where the editing yeah, comes in yeah you think about john wooden you're somehow like you talk about a straight lace dude yeah. but oh. still was like you know yeah. hey interesting so yeah well yeah. you know i think we all we should throw some weird tidbit in yes. on our podcast yes. here so yes. you know keep the listeners just hanging on to the very end yes <laughs> yes what they want to hear yes yeah. so so just saying yeah i thought that was kind of funny when i heard that story yeah well so. I've, I've never heard that one but i've you know he it was, is bill, he was it is bill walton yeah it is it bill was walton. the mountain man yeah, so, so I've, I've had yeah. the pleasure of meeting bill walton and he is uh what, what you see on tv is definitely, definitely definitely what you see in real life he yes. is uh, very unique Yes, he's a very free spirit. We'll say. Yes, yeah. absolutely. So. I'm pretty sure that his favorite band was the Grateful Dead. Yes, for it, numerous yeah, reasons. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, the tie dye was pretty prevalent with him. So. Absolutely. So good stuff. Good yes, stuff. sir. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna end this with one for you. I'm gonna ask you what is one of the best things that you've seen. Let's say um, over the last month. What what would be something that you've seen that stands out to you that you're just like, man, that was cool. Well. I don't know about the best thing, but like one of the most like unique things that kind of <laughs> that I that I experienced, I actually saw and experienced. I was part of it. Is I'm I'm driving in Divine, you know, I'm going down 132, you know, coming from you know like where churches is and stuff, you know, going towards uh, uh, going towards Natalia, and uh, I'm passing Los Palmas, and and I <laughs> I see uh, like. A and W root beer cans and Seven Up cans and on the road and I'm like, what the heck? So I keep on driving, and I see that and there's a there's a, a soda truck, you know, about where where uh, EJ's is. Okay. And cans are just flying out of the, out of the back of it, and uh, and I had to slow down because if I kept going, I mean, it was going to hit me in the windshield. Uh-huh. So I, I I get in the other lane and I and I pull up next to it and I'm waving at the guy like, hey, whatever else. And he, He's, whatever I tell him, pull over right there by AT Automotive and across the street from the bus barn. Uh-huh. And I'm like, dude, you got cans flying out all over. And I know y'all got to keep record of your inventory. So, you know, I wanted to pull you over before you got your next stop and your truck was empty. Yeah. So, but need to say whenever he was leaving, you know, cause those guys are going, you know, boom, as fast as they can from one right. place to the next. He didn't put the, the uh, he didn't oh. forgot to latch the thing. And so, you know, so he, uh, so it was. It had gone back up, and the cans were just flying out. And he was like, "Oh man, I, I really appreciate you doing that and everything wow. else." And I was just like, "You know, how how f- funny that was." And so anybody driving down that lane the rest of the day is going to be like, "Am I like going to a soda can <laughs> yeah. graveyard or what?" Yeah. You know, like stuff going everywhere, or maybe even pulling over and finding if, finding one that was closed. You know, what wasn't open. That, or that, like, that is something you don't see every day. Yes, in the, in the big like, city of Divine. Yes, I've yeah. never almost been bombed yeah. by by a soda can. So, no, I mean that that's very random and everything else. But I thought that was a funny story, and I was sitting there going, yeah. you know, what the heck, you know? Yeah. But 
But uh, too bad you weren't like a big A and W root beer fan. I mean, you could have just stopped and like loaded well, up. Yeah, I was just gonna like roll my window down and catch them. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. put them in my truck. But yeah, maybe but, uh, like if they ran into like a bluebell truck, and then we could have had like A and W root beer floats. That would have been awesome. Somehow I keep bringing this back to food. I don't know if I have a problem or what. That's because you didn't have any food cooked for us whenever I got here. Well, speaking of that, so. we've got we've got some ribeyes we're fixing to throw on the grill. So yes, sir. I think that's a good segue to us ending yes, sir. episode number one of Talking Chop, the yep. Jim and Joseph show. Yes. I think it went pretty well. Absolutely. I think All it right. was. We'll see if we can get this uploaded where people can listen to it and see mm-hmm. if we can con some of our friends into listening to it. Yes. And uh, uh, who knows, you know, when we're multimillionaires later because of all this, we'll, we'll remember you guys. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> yeah. So. I don't yeah. think I don't think that's going to happen, but it's been a lot of fun. I've yeah. enjoyed it. I think it, it's a great start. Let's get it uploaded. Let's see what happens. And I don't know. What do you think? Let's do it again pretty soon. Let's do it again. We'll, yeah, we'll see y'all. We'll see. We'll, we will. You will hear our voices again sometime soon. Hopefully. So. All right. So, well, for Joseph Sadler, I'm Jim Sessions, and this has been the Talking Shop, the Jim and Joseph Show. Appreciate everybody that tuned in, and uh, hopefully you'll catch us on the flip side here pretty soon. All right. See y'all later. No doubt. No doubt. <laughs>